and welcome to TV My Husband Hates. I'm Kat Sims. And I'm Regan Kempton. And we are reality TV addicts. Addicts, uh, aficionados. Ooh, I like that. Experts. Experts. Basically, we know our shit when it comes to reality TV. 100%. Hey guys, and welcome to the long-awaited Real Housewives of Salt Lake City reunion minisode. How you doing, Kat? I'm good. I mean, I'm good. We've had kids back at school for a week. I am on my first gin and tonic of the week and it's Thursday. Nice. Like that. My first drink of the week. It's unheard of. But anyway, we're here and um, I'm excited about this because I think that Salt Lake City was a show that started off with a lukewarm reception, but I feel like it ended on a high. Yeah, and I was wondering because obviously like they filmed this way before coronavirus and all that kind of stuff. And then I think they held it back to like release at a different time. And I wonder if it almost kind of lost momentum because we heard about Salt Lake City at 2019's BravoCon is when they announced it. So um, I feel like it just kind of suffered from timing probably more so than anything else, but I'm going to go on record. I'm totally watching next season. I'm excited about it. Uh, I thought this one ended pretty hardcore. I agree. And I think that ratings went up and I think overall reception was better. Andy seemed to imply that it had been a success. And I mean, I think you always have to give a new show in its first season, a little bit of wriggle room to find its feet. Um, And this is a show that came in with big characters on all sides. You know, like, obviously there's the very obvious big characters of Jen, but kind of Mary's very big in herself, even though she wasn't, didn't get much screen time. Lisa really found her feet yeah heather is a big character as well so it's there's a lot to talk absolutely about. a lot of uh personalities and things like that so i think we're going to do something a little different on this minisode and just hit the people and then talk about the issues like that i think that is a good way to handle yeah. a fucking massive three-parter because i mean this one i think is the longest reunion we've watched to date <laughs> It was. I'm so over three parts. Oh, me too. I, like I, and to be honest, I watched the first part because I was in a panic. Yeah. Because uh, because I was in a panic to watch it. I actually watched the first part without taking notes, thinking oh, I'll be fine. And then today I got the panic. I was like, oh shit, I should probably rewatch it and take notes. <laughs> and actually, as I did, I was like, there's nothing really in this first no, episode. No, it's like all fluff, that really isn't it? Isn't touched on later. Yeah. So I was like, can we just do two part reunions? Max? Yeah. So editors at whatever production company does the real housewives of Salt Lake city. I think it's, I've totally forgotten the name. Let's edit it down. Talk, talk Andy into only doing two because you know, these ladies don't want to sit there for 12 hours too. Well, and I mean, it looked like they They were there fucking long time. Andy Cohen looked <laughs> Did you just Like, and the thing is that that guy has to go back to a kid. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? He doesn't, he must be exhausted. He he wants a two-part reunion. We want a two-part reunion. Let's make it happen. Shed. Let's just. Shed media. Yeah. Let's make that happen. Shed, shed media. media. Quality, not quantity. That's right. Quality, not quantity. All right. Um. Anyway, let's start with Jen, because <sighs> how can we not? Oh my gosh. And I. Th- but let's start with what's happening off camera at the moment yeah reagan has i mean i know but reagan has the full tea on it tell us about what has been going on since it well it's been this whole crazy back and forth so audio was leaked 
of Jen fucking just verbally assaulting all people who have worked for her. And then especially the designer. So the guy who designed her outfit, Koa, Koa Johnson, something we'll find. Yeah. Um, anyways, so kind of verbally berating him. He's the guy that designed her reunion look. He also did this like amazing Biden and Harris dress for her, like during, for the inauguration stuff. Um, it was incredible. So anyways, apparently she was verbally berating him, yelling at a lot of her staff. And then he's kind of come out and said, well, she hasn't paid me. She hasn't, you know, done all of this. She's horrific to work for. Um, It's not worth it. Like the exposure you get for working for her is not near worth the fucking pain and suffering that you have to deal with, with her and her mouth. Um, A lot of like assault threats, like I'll kick your ass, like just really nasty stuff. And then again, this week stuff is now coming out that he has actually been defrauding people in Hawaii. Like he moves around because he's been caught defrauding people. So who knows what like the real (laughs) story is? Well, let me tell you, we have we have receipts for sh- exactly for Jen's behavior. the screaming. We don't have any receipts for Koa's behavior. Scr- it's awful. I was oh. actually going to find it and see if we yeah could yeah play the it. screaming and yelling clips is just like she just goes from like zero to a million in like the drop of a hat, and I feel like she needs to go talk to somebody about the rage that bubbles below her surface. Yeah, I mean she is definitely unhinged in an angry yes. way right it is rage and i can see sure. that like i have been there i have had those moments of rage maternal rage is a is a yeah. thing but to watch her do it in this is just awful it's insane i'm trying to find the audio and i can't find it because i should have lined that shit up earlier um yeah it's super crazy i don't understand them all let me see if i can um I think I, oh, I know where you sent it to me. I think you sent it to me on Instagram. But um, she, she, what I find really interesting is that throughout this whole thing, I think we see, and we'll talk about this, we see her kind of apologize to a lot of people in a way that feels very genuine. Now that I've heard this audio and seen these stories come out, I'm really glad because I think I would have fallen for it. But now, absolutely not falling for it. Ultimately, I think. Jen is a massive dickhead. And throughout this entire season, I've been sitting there being like, where's her 14 year old kid? Because like she has a kid that should still be at home going to school. Now maybe goes to boarding school or whatever. Um, as we all know, Utah specializes in those. Um, (laughs) anybody catch up Paris Hilton, uh, but, um, like I really, I just, I don't, I don't understand her family dynamic, her mothering style, or her work style, like she's just, she's almost a parody of herself, if that makes any sense. Or her marriage dynamic as well, because like, as much as there's part of me that thinks Coach Shah and her have this kind of great connection, I think they do. I think like he is the Jen Whisperer. It doesn't feel like a, a marriage of equality. It feels like a guru thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Or some sort of weird daddy thing. It's, it doesn't feel comfortable. I found okay. the audio. Play it. She says, and now it's just <laughs> lost it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I well, totally I was- agree with you. It doesn't feel like a husband and wife relationship. It does feel kind of mentor mentee kind of, you know, 
very Nexium like quality to their relationship. <laughs> exactly. Nexium is exactly the word. So I've definitely got okay. it now. Um, we're not going to play all of it because it is like three yeah, minutes too long, long, but you can find it. We'll put the Instagram account that has it in the group. Or yeah, let's on do it on the group page. for sure. So you can go and, and do that there. Um, so here we go. Let me scooch forward a bit. I'll fucking do it. Okay, because I'm the one leading. I'm the one to bust up here. And that's it. And you can stop fucking smiling, bitch, and being a fucking bitch. Because you are. Yeah, you are. And Koa handled this shit. Yeah. Koa, that's the designer. No, not let it. You fucking handle it. Fucking don't have a fucking attitude with me. Oh my. Just to let you know, to put this in code, Coach R is here at this time. I'm watching the video, and I, although I can't see him now, oh, she's just thrown some shit. <laughs> you guys fucking think this is funny? This is funny? This is my shit! Oh my God. We'll leave it there. We'll, we'll put the um, link for you to watch that in the yeah. group. So if you're not already part of the group on Facebook, go and join the group. That's where we put the juice. And just shit. FYI, but it is a um, private account. So you'll have to like request to follow it and then they'll allow you to follow back because they want to be able to keep it up. She does. She does let you follow yeah. though. Um, but it, it, it has brought to light that Jen has very serious issues. Now, are these issues that have emerged since the death of her father right. and whatever else has gone on since then i don't know because we didn't know her before um but it'd be so interesting because coach shaw we see in the video that video of her abusing her staff doesn't step in doesn't pull her aside lets her fly and as i say it's three minutes yeah. he just lets her go for it yeah i wonder what i mean i don't maybe that's the way he has to deal with her like she has to scream it all out before she's willing to listen. I don't know. But what I find kind of most shocking with her is how she picks and chooses like who she verbally berates because we've got Heather who's been her friend for ages who quite frankly, she treats like shit the entire season, but like Lisa doesn't ever really get the brunt of the gen. Neither does well, this Meredith. This is when I think Heather has a point. Yeah. This is when I think Heather's insecurities about Jen wanting to level yeah. up, as she says, has a point or trade up. Right. I think she says, I think she's right. I think Jen's very concerned with, you know, being in with those very classy people. And like, listen, as much as I don't love Lisa and I find I actually warmed to Meredith a little bit more in this reunion than yeah. I had done during the show. Well, because she finally fucking stood up for herself and like had a backbone. Anyways, we can, we'll right. continue later. But there's an element of, there's, there's an element of Lisa and Meredith that in those kind of social echelons does seem to be a little bit above somebody like Jen, who just seems to try too hard. Yeah. Yeah, I think for sure. I mean, she reminds me a lot of Ramona and like the social climber thirst is real kind yeah. of way. And it's just very off putting. Like, Honestly, if you were probably just yourself, you'd make friends with these people anyways, because like you have the money, like that's not in, you know, question or anything like that. But like you just try so hard and then you're so fucking nasty to people like 
That's not cool. I mean, really cruel. Yeah. Really cruel. Not just like, I'm going to be a a bit of a bitch and a shit stirrer. Like, vicious. Yeah. Yeah. Incredibly biting. (laughs) Incredibly hurtful to people. And then, like, the people she's hurting are, like, puppies. Like. Yeah. And I think it was interesting for me to understand that she is actually, in the business world, kind of a badass. Like, she has this company that does algorithm i mean yeah you know techie she's shit. a smart cookie techie yeah. shit and a woman in tech is always somebody who i want to like hold yeah. up and go but you can't behave like no that. and she's you know she apologizes to mary and i feel for mary because i believe that mary thinks that this is it yeah, this yeah. is done like it's we not. are friends and she says to robert we've made up and <laughs> It's not. We know what Jen's like. She's going to get off that stage and, and right. just go back to the hospitals. Smell. Right, right. For sure. Because she can't let shit go. Because um, she's an angry no, little person. And, and it's just exhausting to watch her in this. Yeah, I mean, I, you and I have both worked for somebody who was also small in stature, but big in ideas and big in power in like the community where where they were at. Still never spoke to me that way. I've never, ever been spoken to. The way Jen has spoken to other people, I've never been spoken to that way in my life. Uh, no, and he was probably th- the most vile person sure. I've ever met in real yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. And he never... And I saw him do some despicable <laughs> things. <laughs> he was awful. Despicable things. But, uh, but I agree, he never verbally abused people in that way i think maybe because he was too smart actually yeah you know and i think it is an element of jen sometimes she has a point right but her delivery is so terrible like at the end when she's talking about the word aggressive and women of color and she's i can see what she is trying to say but i but her delivery is not helpful no and And i could see what she's trying to say if that wasn't her actual per like if she wasn't actually doing those things. So, so I agree. And I think it's just the semantics. For sure. this. So you can call her, you can call her batshit crazy, right. angry, all of those things, but it is the word aggressive that trick, that's a trigger. And I get that. So, so it's, it's, I think that's what she's trying to explain. Yeah. She's like, call me all of these things, but that word is not. Yeah. Okay. It, it, We've talked about this on other for podcasts. sure. It's it's a really interesting thing though because I've seen many other people kind of calling her out for that because it's like you were fucking aggressive, like you you have physically been trying to fight all these people. You've thrown water at people. You've thrown glasses. Like so, I've seen quite a few kind of black influencers be like, actually, Jen, you're using it wrong. Like you're saying you're you're not this way, but you have physically been attacking people, and that's not cool. Like, don't take... Yeah, and and she's, she, you know, she's she's too angry to understand the subtleties of what's happening. Right. Like, she's just lost in this tornado of rage that means that it, nothing makes Absolutely. sense. Absolutely. You know, there's no link between one idea and the yeah. next. And it's just exhausting. And I think that she does need help. Um, But I'd be so interested to know if this is something that's been triggered right. since this kind of trauma of her dad dying or whether she's always been Yeah, Or way. maybe this is her, like, just as a third theory, like, she got big for her boots being on this show and, like, it's kind of ramped everything up to, like, 100, you know? Like, 
she feels she has to be so over the top and I don't know. And maybe that's what spurred this on. And, you know, like my discussion about like the aggression thing is not to like diminish her feelings at all about how, like, however she takes things is how she takes things. But when you're physically trying to fight people, that's not cool either. (laughs) No, it's not. Violence, being violent is not cool. And I think that's, you know, I get it. I can call her violent. I can call her these. It's just, that is a word. The aggressive is a word that's been, that word. Call her anything else to describe her behavior because that's not cool. But she does play into that and she is giving people a reason to say that. And I'm not saying that what the other people yeah, are yeah. as well like there all sorts of people behave terribly but she just doesn't see the subtleties right. in where it's coming then she goes off has a chat with coach Shah, comes back and says the kind of the right yeah. thing which is i get it you don't understand and it's like jen you need to get there quicker and faster right. that's what you just need to lead with you need to lead with i know you don't get it i know you don't understand we come from different places on this this is where I'm coming from. This is why I react this way. That is a trigger for me. And and I think that's the thing. In a quiet voice. Exactly. Like, she is yelling all the fucking time. And I mean, I'm a loud person. Like, I get it. But there is a difference. Like, you can be loud and not be yelling 100% of the time to everybody. People don't yell and shout and scream like that and throw shit if they are happy and they're not no. dealing with some sort of yeah. shit. Like, I'm not making excuses for her behavior. That's just the reality. And I just hope that somebody gives her the help that she needs. And I don't mean that in a patronizing way. I mean, like, talk to somebody, babe. Yeah. Like, figure this shit out. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see because obviously they're filming season two right now. So she will be on season two. But I don't know what the backlash for all of the audio stuff coming out will be i know she's sent cease and desist letters to a few instagram accounts which is come on like it's just ridiculous I mean, <laughs> just apologize right? like just Own do the your pr shit apology and apologize move on just do the pr apology it's all you can do it's but done. jen can't it's do that jen, I, jen cannot do that and i think that's been the problem with all the women throughout like this whole thing is like, she can't apologize and she can't forgive. She can't let shit go. Like it just, yeah. it's all built up and built up and it just, it's a mess. It's exhausting. And I think, um, I mean, I think it's weird to me that Heather still sort of says, you know, she's my best friend. I just think that I don't weird. see it. Like Heather has real codependency. Oh issues. my gosh. Yes. I mean, well, let's just like, talk about Heather next. Like that's a good, let's move on to Heather, but let's move. We'll switch those. Yeah, over. Yeah. Let's move on to Heather because oh. she has such codependency issues, not just on Jen, but also on the church. I think also on her ex-husband. Oh my God. Like, like how shitty do people have to be to you? Like it broke my heart. Like, all of these people are not worth your time, babe. Like you were a no, badass at work, growing this business, kicking fucking ass. Like these don't just no. You don't need them. It's fine. Walk away. You don't need the church. Oh. You don't need your ex husband. You do not need Jen. You. She's more than enough on her yes. own. Yes. But but the co- but the thing is, in this situation, she becomes her, a version of her worst oh, self. Oh yeah. Right? Like we saw her be awful in her discussions with Lisa, like when they broke and they still kept filming, um, you know, and it's like, baby, if you can just let this shit go, yeah. it won't matter to you. No, 
If you, and I think it's a, it's like a self-confidence, you know, like it's a self-confidence 100%. thing. Like if she felt confident in herself, the shit Lisa, like none of that shit would even bother her. You know, who cares no, if Lisa said I, you I raised your top at a fucking party in college? Like you're not even Mormon and anymore. I think as well, like, it doesn't matter. I mean, <laughs> I raised a lot more yeah. than my top in college. Let me just tell you, but also I think there's there's more to it than just insecurity. There's an element of indoctrination. Yeah. Like she out of everybody is so indoctrinated into this Mormon culture. Like, you know, we saw it when she talked about how she'd rather be ma- unhappily yeah. married than divorced um, because uh, staying true to Mormonism. She's very triggered by her divorce and clearly her divorce was the most traumatic, single most traumatic thing that's ever happened. Well, and very triggered and, by Lisa kind of flouting the yeah. rule, like the rules of Mormonism that Heather was brought up with, which are the rules. Like the stuff that Lisa says is wrong um, yeah. from many Mormon people that I've spoken to. She made it sound to. that like oh, divorce yeah. was fine in Yeah, Mormonism. Mormons are just real cool with things like drinking and getting divorced. I'm going to Google that I right mean, now and see what they say. They're 100% not okay with it. We, we have some very good friends who left the Mormon church and their parents would rather have them murdered somebody than leave the church. Like, no joke. I mean... Because they're... Their thought process is if you've seen the light and you they've intentionally turned away from the right way of thinking, which is apparently worse than murdering somebody. But anyways, I understand why Heather is very triggered by Lisa and Lisa's kind of flouting of, I don't know, trying to make Mormonism out to be like the new Methodists or the new Lutheran religion. But then I and I agree. But then I also think that's not on Lisa. That's on Heather to assess like it's fine for lisa to think what she thinks it's on heather oh yeah that's not what i mean i didn't mean that it lisa needs to stop being who she is like heather needs to just let it go have the confidence to just know that she owns something else and she believes something else but also i don't think it's healthy those beliefs i think we can see that it's so damaging for her in so many ways and i just want to give her a hug and take her out of salt lake city and bring her to london or literally anywhere else in the world yeah i want to bring her here and then i'd show her a good time yeah i mean she knows how to have a good time like we've definitely seen clips of it and like her hooking up with that very hot man at um what's her name's house yeah but also I love that she did say that this um in this reunion she sort of said that the show was transformative for her and and I think a little bit like Meredith and Seth said it forces you the show forces you to confront stuff you can't just brush right. it under the carpet and I think that happened to Heather and I and I think that she's on a journey and I think she is going to get there she's in the right direction but she's just not there yet and, but she's going to have to undo decades yeah. of indoctrination for sure for sure i mean and you know it's it's everywhere it's everywhere that she knows it's her and it's in her parent it's everywhere and i think that's really hard to fall in love to understand when you've not been that indoctrinated 100%. i mean i don't i mean you know christian religion is not no, that indoctrinated I, so it's like it is what it is well not in me not in many sure. most people you know but anyways um I really like Heather. I'm excited to see where she goes. I'd, I'd like to see a stronger Heather in season two and just someone who's not willing to put up with shit. It'd be nice. Well, 
Well, I think yeah. we will. And I'd like to see her find somebody. I don't want him to be a Mormon. No. I want her to think outside the box. I want him to see the gem of a human that she is and encourage her to let go of the, sh- the bullshit yeah. and show her best self. Because we see it. It's there. She's strong. She's a badass. I want to see, I want somebody to tell her that they love her for that. Absolutely. Well, let's, let's move on to Meredith since she brought up Meredith and Seth and the show. Um, Seth couldn't be there. He was a telestreaming from Canton, Ohio. Well, I love that they telestreamed him. I haven't seen them telestream any other husbands. No, because they just left off husbands for the past few reunions. They just haven't had them. There. Well, Potomac recently had husbands, yeah. but we didn't see Juan being telestreamed. No, or Michael, thank God. <laughs> Michael, thank God. I mean, good Lord. Be careful what you wish right? for, Kat. Um, right. But I liked that they brought him in. Um, and I think, I mean, I sort of alluded to it earlier, but throughout the season, I wasn't sure about Meredith. Yeah. Like I could see a very strong moral compass in her and I liked her open-mindedness and her willingness to not get sucked into gossip and drama. Yeah. Like the way she says things is really patronizing. <laughs> so it's, that's, do you know what yeah. I mean? Like I like her vibe, right. but her delivery is really off-putting. For sure. And actually I think I, kind of, I warmed to her towards the end. And I think cause she started showing a little yeah. bit more about herself and we, didn't have to see fucking Brooks anymore, which I still stand by. He's the most obnoxious reality kid that we've ever seen. You on couldn't the make that kid up. No, you couldn't. Like you, you could not no. have scripted a worse kid. And worse, I no. mean, I, he's not a bad kid, it. but like he's a creepy kid. He freaks me out. Yeah, he's a pretty unlikable kid for sure. Um, but although he did see Jen's vagina, <laughs> as it is revealed. <laughs> Maybe that maybe would that, stop maybe me enough into being an obnoxious him. twat. <laughs> I mean, I think he's probably just like any other 20-year-old kid with like a fashion designer God, mom. Not. Like, I, maybe he's just very into that world and just desperately wants to be maybe. there and everything that makes it kind of a shit world. But anyways, I have warmed to her. I would like her to come into season two maybe being more of herself. I feel like because of the stuff that was going on with Seth and the fact that she wasn't very open with the other ladies about it, there was like a, there's a wall around her, you know, at the, at the beginning, I think that wall eventually kind of started to come down, but I'd like to see more of who she actually is. I feel like there's a very contrived persona that's very controlled. Well, I wonder if like, I wonder if Meredith kind of tried to do, what we all sort of say, why don't they do this? Which is like, have boundaries right. <laughs> and sort of say, um, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Be like, why would you put that on TV? And I think she t- tried to do that. And then the reality is, is that you just can't do it no. like that. So I appreciated that. And I still think out of all of them, I really appreciate the way that she handles For stuff. Sure. And she's very gracious and she doesn't get catty. Um, her accent is weird. Yeah. I've now realized this, like it, it is yeah. odd. Um, but I thought it was, I, I liked her in this reunion and I think that she stood up for herself and and sort of didn't do that thing of needing to talk all the right. time, just said it, spoke when she had something yeah, to say. Yeah, I think that's a nice lesson for all reality housewives to learn. Like, just speak when you <laughs> have on something to say. Because if you don't, it doesn't fucking matter. Just screaming over everybody does not fucking work. Um, I really like 
I like how she engages with conflict um, because I think when dealing with somebody like Jen, that's the only thing you can do is just be like, well, I'm disengaging. Like this is not going to be purposeful or nice. Like I think she's got that down, but yeah, I'd like to see more of her next season and kind of more of who she is. Yeah. And it looked like Seth and her were doing okay. Yeah, I think, I mean, I hope so because did you see that throwback picture that I yes. put on Instagram? They were fit. Little I couple. mean, Meredith still is for sure. Fit. I mean, women always age Seth better. Was re- <laughs> Seth was really yeah. hot. I mean, I think not so much now. Look, I mean, marriage is hard and having a bunch of kids <laughs> is hard. And if you can yeah, fucking just, figure just it out, just do whatever you need to do to make it work. Um, it, today is my 15th wedding anniversary. I know a little. Congratulations. I know a little more than I did the first year, but I'm fucking learning daily. And it is a choice. It's a choice every single day on whether you're going to do it or not. And sometimes kids fuck up that choice sometimes <laughs> and make it a little bit harder. Do you ever look? Do you ever look back, because I do this a lot, do you ever look back on the couple that you were walking down the aisle thinking, like, I know love, this is love, I know relationships, this is relationships, da-da-da, and I look back on that baby little me and go, oh, sweetheart, you had no idea. Like, and it's like anything else. You can't possibly know until you go through it. Like, obviously, I knew I loved him, but the love is different. For sure. I mean, the love is definitely different. I I was in single love with him. And I knew how our relationship worked as two single individuals. I didn't know how we worked as like a family unit, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we're learning that every day. Every day something new comes up that we have to learn and tackle. And actually, weirdly enough, we were just talking about this uh, last night. So, like, we're going through that massive house remodel. We're all living in a basement right now, which is roughly the size of the house I grew up in, so I shouldn't fucking complain about it, but we're all on top of each other. And weirdly enough, it hasn't exacerbated bullshit. Like, sometimes we actually work really well in this kind of situation versus just normal life, and it's like bringing this to normal life. That's our newest lesson that we've learned. Well, and also we're like, because obviously in England, yeah. it's a bit of a segue, but we're about to start really opening right. up. Obviously we're doing it slowly, but with vaccinations being so quick and stuff, it's it's going to start opening up. And I said to Jimmy, this is going to throw a whole new challenge yeah. to us, you know, us being able to leave the house whenever we want and go out and do our thing. Because as much as the kids are back at school, we're still on lockdown. Right. Like we're still not going anywhere unless we're going for testing or the supermarket. So, or a yeah. walk. But um but that in itself, and I think that's what I've learned, yeah. that it's it's never just a thing that you've achieved. It's constantly growing, constantly evolving, constantly being open and aware to like... Change. Certain pressure For points sure. and change and being gentle yeah. and trying to foresee it as well rather right. than like... What go, the fuck is happening? What the fuck's going on? <laughs> well, and both growing as people, because I mean, <laughs> damn, like I, I met yeah. my husband when I was 21 years old. I'm... A hundred percent a different person going into I'll be 40 in two weeks. I'm a hundred percent a different person. And that's still kind of exciting. Uh, Kat and I are going to do a whole thing on it. We, I, I feel like I've gotten way off topic, but um, anyways, I like that Meredith and Seth are in a better place and have kind of worked through all their kids being grown and figuring out what their relationship looks like now. Like, I think that's a definitive turning point in any marriage. Once you stop being parents, in a way. I agree. And I think it's accepting 
what marriage and what it actually is rather than what you have been told it should absolutely. be absolutely accepting yeah. that embracing it and moving forward from that and i think that's what seth and meredith have, have done it's certainly what jimmy and i've done yeah. it's what you and elijah have done or doing and all of that stuff so that's good to watch i'm here for yeah. that um now i know i'm fucking around with that's the system right. that we like we literally have we had a, a lineup and we've, <laughs> well, we've not it, stuck it to it flowed all, very organically i just let it flow it did and we're professional enough that we can just there roll you with go. the changes. We're, we're learning. Um, but since we're doing Meredith, let's go on to Lisa because Lisa professed ultimate friendship to me. I mean, those two s- still seem thick as thieves. Uh, can't deny that. Yeah. Lisa seems very emotionally attached to Meredith and Seth. In a weird way, How do you way, feel dude. about Lisa? I know. this. How do you feel about Lisa? You know, there, there are times I've hated Lisa. There are times I've really liked Lisa. I felt like Lisa came into this reunion super fucking hot for no reason. Like, I have no idea yeah. what has changed between the last... I mean, maybe it's the airing of the shows and seeing the ways and all this kind of stuff. But I felt like she was, like, overly invested in Meredith and Seth as a couple. Because by all accounts, Seth has never really lived there. Like, I kind of don't... I mean, this may sound shitty. I kind of don't buy it. Like, I buy them being friends 100%. And I be I buy being invested in your friendship because you, you want your friend to be happy. But she seemed, like, overly invested in the fact that, like, she was very hurt that she did not know about all these struggles they were having. So this is what's weird for me because I agree. I I, I don't buy this holier than thou. No. I'm so saintly. I can be friends with everybody and sit on the fence vibe. I think it's all about the Mormonism and I think she wants to always project this perfect right. image. So I don't buy it. But then I'm like, but at what point does like faking it become making it? Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like at what point is she, even if I don't buy it and even if I think that on the inside she's like a, bag of boiling green slime (laughs) if outwardly she's always fairly tolerant and nice even though it doesn't seem sincere but that's how it goes at what point do i just have to concede that she's an all right human do you know what i mean yeah because it feels weird like it just doesn't it it doesn't read authentic or genuine and i think that's the problem with it like if you're trying to be something yeah, else, right. like I get that, like you're trying to be better, whatever, but like, that's not really who you are. That comes across. And, yeah. and, and not even no, in right. a very obvious way. It just makes people feel icky around you. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know why I don't like them, but there's something icky there. And it's weird. Well, and I think this is the difference between Lisa and Meredith. The defensiveness of oh Lisa my God. always always flags something, yeah. right? There's so much. Whereas Meredith is like completely not defensive. This is how I think, and if and I'm just gonna say, yeah, back. like I'm friends with who I'm you friends do you, with. I'll do me. I make decisions about my right. husband the way I make those decisions. You either like it or you don't. But Lisa's, but somebody's pushing buttons yeah. on Lisa when they're. trying to call her out for something and i think you're right i think it's because it's not genuine she knows it's not genuine yeah and she's just really fucking good at the pr oh yeah i mean that's what she does for a job yeah you know events and pr Um, so she definitely knows how to do it but i don't know she came off really weird during the reunion which is a shame because actually towards the end of the season i was really liking her i like that like she had a stance against Jen for like stirring shit up because like that's the appropriate channel for that anger. 
I don't like that it's Agreed. completely changed for the reunion for I don't even know why. I don't know. No, I I also have to say, and this is one of those moments where I'm not going to be very feminist, mm-hmm. but I was very distracted by the terrible fake tan on her hands. For real. Right? It wasn't no. just me. It was really Oh, yeah, bad. and I've seen multiple memes. It was definitely not just you. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. You? I mean, she's had, oh, like, great. a whole orange line, like... You use a mitt. It was really bad. I don't bad. even self-tan that much, and I know that. Like, come on. I mean, I, sell, I self-tan yeah. all the time. But you use I a mitt. spray that yeah. shit on. No? no, I spray it on. Like, <laughs> but it's fine. Um, but mine always works out. You, you find what works right. for you. Lisa, I love you. Didn't I, I don't really love you, right. but it didn't work for you. I we think Lisa's probably thing. used to getting professional spray tans. And she couldn't because of, maybe oh, she couldn't because of course. COVID. So she had to do it herself and it, it went tits up. It's just unfortunate that it's on yeah, it TV. Good. Yeah. Uh, so n- now that now we'll get back into raising women up. Yeah. Um, Should we talk? So yeah, Lisa, I th- I think is I, I, she's just a bit fake. I yeah. Just I mean that that's all it is. It, it's fucking fake, and I want my housewives to be genuinely crazy. Like yes. I don't like Ramona, but you know what? Ramona is who she is. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I even want them to. I'd either rather they were fake crazy, yeah. than fake. Nice. For sure, Kenya Moore. Don't really care for her, but you know what? She is who she is. Like that is her authentic Watchable. self. A hundred percent. I think when someone is not being authentic, they are unwatchable, and that just makes it weird. Yeah, but I think as well, she's not just being her. I think this is like a hundred percent of the time for yeah. her. I don't think she's not her authentic self just for the show. Because you see, I think that this is, she She's, keeps up yeah, this facade yeah. all the time. Cameras or right. no cameras. Ooh, that makes it even weirder. Because it's about the Mormons. Right. Because I think it's about the Mormons. Uh. It's for the Mormons. It's not <laughs> it's for, for us. the Mormons. <laughs> for the Mormons. Do you th- it's not for us. But I think that's the case. Do you think that's why, like, she, I don't know. Because I always find her relationship with Heather is really fucking weird. Like, it's weird if you go to a small college and you pretend not to know somebody that you do know. Like, that's fucking weird. Yeah weird i don't know man also i don't get it because she wasn't always a mormon was she i think she was Lisa. well i mean she if she went to I byu she moved to salt lake city when she was a kid oh and maybe then they became yeah. mormons yeah but i mean that's long enough that's <laughs> i mean scientology hasn't been around for very long and those people are crazy oh god that's hard. <laughs> let's talk about yes. mary talking Speaking about of crazy and, and re- religion <laughs> Hello, Mary. I loved Mary in this reunion. I'm gonna, I loved her. Fucking loved every minute well, of it's her. About, like, it's about damn time Mary shows up. Like, you know, I would have loved to see this more throughout the season. I don't want to see her sitting in that fucking hoarder closet with her cousin being a weirdo. <laughs> like, I mean, she was still a weirdo, yeah. but she's kind of a lovable weirdo. This she's is a, kind of a snarky weirdo. Like, I like it. It's a very authentic yeah. weirdo. And I still don't know whether I believe whether she's really, really smart or really, really crazy. Yeah. It's somewhere between sure. the two. But the way that she talks about her marriage and she's like, listen, not every marriage is about this and the other. Robert buys me Chanel. <laughs> like, as, and like, but like looked at us as if Duh, we were like, all like going to go, oh, of right. course. Yes. <laughs> like we should all go, oh, that's your marriage. Oh yeah. I've got my marriage is the same. Right. Like it was so weird, but, I truly believe that she believes it. And for that, I can only be happy for her. 
I also think there's no way she is not scamming the shit out of that church. I'm just going to say that as well. But also the way that she she tries to like, every time Robert Sr. opens his mouth and she's like, don't say that. Say that. Like, I think she's so like, they're hiding something and she doesn't want that shit to come out. There's no, there's no way that she is not making a shit ton of money. Also, I didn't realise that she wasn't like the head, 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 chick I, I didn't realize he was the pastor and she was the first lady yeah i mean I, I think i feel like she does more of the work like i feel like she is the yeah. one getting up and doing the things i think it's That's just because, because she's probably cooking she's the a books. woman right well or she's a woman and you know most religions are very you know male forward true but also <laughs> um on a scale of one two apps of fucking lootly did she leave her first husband to marry Robert Sr. so that she could inherit a shit ton of money in a church? Absolutely. <laughs> when she's like, oh, no, but it wasn't. I oh, it's so was. Yes, oh, yes, she, she did. did. Yeah. Grandma got sick. You left the first husband because you knew what was coming. You saw your opening. <laughs> and, and let's let, I mean, listen, your mum doesn't speak to you anymore. Right. And I can't help but think that's probably because you slid in. You, you took her spot. Her spot. <laughs> right? She's like, motherfucker, like I've been dealing with my mom's shit for ages. I deserve that money. And nope, she just no. took it and ran with it and verbally berates everybody into back. giving more money. No, not at all. And he's so weird too. Like, <sighs> it's so weird. The whole thing's weird. I mean, I'm here for any kind of, like, I don't think there's a kind of relationship or a kind of no. marriage nothing's right or wrong like if it works for you but i think that you have to be aware of the people that you trample along the way to get there like the right. fact that she has her aunt like her family cleaning her house yeah i did that for my dad one summer that was about as long it's as very it could different it it's is. very different if you get like your kid well to clean i was your paid house, to pay too some, yeah to pay them some shit and <laughs> right. i'm sure well i think I mean, she she's said, like i pay for their mortgage yeah they have a tiny house. They like being at my big house. Oh, fuck off. If Nobody likes cleaning your shit. <laughs> Nobody likes that. If I'm a multimillionaire and I'm paying for my family's mortgage, first of all, why do they have such a tiny house that they'd rather not be there that <laughs> right. they want to be in my house? Also, you don't do it and say, I'm only doing this if you come and clean my fucking house. Oh, it's man. Like, that's it's not such how a you weird, dark creepy situation some weird shit going it on. is a weird it's so a weird family weird dynamic and <laughs> whose family is it her family is it his family i don't know i don't know is it all one family it's too much for me to think about but i even even all of that shady shit aside yeah. there is something very watchable and likable about mary in a yeah. weird kind of way for sure i want to be anything i wouldn't want to be near her no. in any way shape or form no but, um She's fascinating. Yeah, she is. She is. Um, let's let's finish with Whitney. Oh, God bless her soul is like just out of her depth in some feels out of her depth. But actually, I I, I think she's going to make it through. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. Like I feel. And maybe it's because we saw we saw her with the Vanderpump Rules girls. And I'm like, I think she needs to be on a show like that. But she's deeper than they are. Like, you know, she is a mom and she has been through some shit and she is really caring for a parent who 
in all my guesses was never really apparent to her because obviously like dealing with addiction and things like that, but she is not ready to like take some of these ladies on. Well, and I think as well, it's really interesting because, because often kids that grow up in that kind of toxic environment of addiction or neglect or nasty, whatever, have this real sense of impenetrability right they don't yeah. want to be vulnerable and they really struggle. she's not that person so no. whatever she went through as a kid and i have no doubt it sounds like it was awful and very difficult she still maintained this gentleness yeah that i really really appreciate and well, i she's think she's vulnerable and open like i think yeah. she genuinely wants to be friends with people i don't think yeah. she ever in her heart was trying to genuinely fuck people over or anything like that. I think all of her questions were genuine questions, but people aren't used to people being like open, direct and vulnerable. Do you know what I'm saying? Like Jen thought she was starting shit because that's what Jen would do. Not, you know, I'm generally your friend and it bothers me when people say people are talking about you like this. So. Well, and I think that's why Lisa finds her so hard because Whitney is genuinely a good yeah. person and Lisa sees that reflection back and is like, that's not me, but that's what I want to be. And so she's constantly bringing her down. And Whitney's right. Jen, uh, Lisa has tried to undermine her and make yeah. her feel small every single step of the way and judge her. And, you know, I think I want Whitney to stay on because I think that she lends another dimension to this whole dynamic. For sure. Well, and I also think she's good for Heather as well. Like, I think Heather needs somebody that really gets where Heather's coming from. And, you know, while Lisa has been a Mormon for, I guess, a minute, Heather's family is very, very deep into Mormonism. I mean, like, they were, like, original members. Founding Yeah, they're, like, OG Mormons. So I think (sighs) she needs somebody that, like, gets that and understands, like, the struggles that she's facing. And I think Whitney does. Because I feel like they're cousins. I mean, that doesn't mean a lot in the Mormon church because their families are so massive. But... Um, I think it's, I think it's good for Heather to have someone that really gets where she's coming from up there and how hard it is for Heather to leave, even though Whitney, you know, Whitney had to leave as well. So. No, I agree. I agree. Um, well, listen, we know that they are filming season two. We don't know if Jen Shah is going to finish the season because the allegations have been, I mean, if it, if this had been, if these allegations had come out, I've no doubt she wouldn't have started the season. No, come out but I wonder if they'll pull her. I don't know if they've done that before. You guys correct Who me knows? if I'm wrong. I feel like they haven't pulled anybody mid-season before, but eh, could always be a first. Oh, well, they pulled What's His Chops. They edited him out on the boat. Oh, the yeah, yeah, racist. yeah. Yeah. Pete. Fair. What's His Chops. Yeah, that's true. Pete Hunsinger. I mean, it's not the same. His name. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't like a, I don't know. Anyways, we'll see. But it, it's exciting to look forward to uh, season two. I'm here for it. I'm way more here for it than I am another season of the OC, the way it is now. Um, oh, me too. So we'll see. Or we'll Atlanta. see what happens. Yeah. Um, well, listen, that's it for me. I'm going to go and watch uh, Dallas and New Jersey for tomorrow's recording Excellent. of our weekly podcast. I caned it this morning. What are you going to do now? Uh, I'm going to enjoy my, let's see, I've got an hour and 15 minutes before kids pick up. So I may end up going to Costco. 
Good times. How come you have an hour and 15 minutes? Because it's 1.30. Kids? Oh, because it's seven. We're doing it later. Yeah. Normally we record at five. <laughs> Forgive me. Um, well, listen, right, before, we go, though, can you, before we go, though, can you just show everybody who's watching on YouTube, the 14, the two people that subscribe, um, your amazing coat that oh, you're wearing? Oh, my cloak of non-productivity. This is what she this is she calls it her cloak of non-productivity because as soon as she puts it on, it's so comfy and warm oh that gosh. she doesn't want to do anything. It's Look like at that! It's like blanket. It's, it's like fleece, and it's, it's got like a, a it's like a lumberjack had a baby with Big Bird. It's like if Hogwarts was a woodcutting school, this is what they would all have to wear because there was no heating in the castle. <laughs> it's so true and if you're not watching this on youtube and you're not subscribed to the youtube channel then you should because it adds a whole other dimension it really does you get to see us you know as close unedited largely as well yeah it's really not edited at all because i do them so (laughs) i know reagan's such a fucking superstar listen thank you so much for giving us your time again uh we love doing this and uh we hope that you are i mean i'm losing my words now i'm so tired but thank you and we will see you soon and remember smart people watch reality tv too bye 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 please subscribe rate and review tv my husband hates wherever you listen to your podcast you can also follow us on facebook and instagram at tv my husband hates and join the facebook group to keep the conversation going when the podcast ends if twitter's your thing you'll find us at tv husbands hate theme music and production for tv my husband hates is by jimmy sims Thank you.